0: Welcome to Study Buddy, meditation philosophy for the heart of your practice. Let's begin with some class highlights.
1: Certainly any musician that has been working to get better and better at their craft knows that you actually get better by getting out of the way, getting out of the way, getting out of the way let the music flow it's something that comes through so most musicians don't make much money and uh, (laughs) we're not in it for the money, we're in it for the joy
2: and when I'm in that space where it doesn't mean anything I'm just in the present space and it's flowing I mean that's where the joy is for me so sometimes It's not only sort of about recognizing the stories that I've created, but it's being able to set them aside for a moment so that a new experience is possible to sort of allow for, like, the shift.
3: Here, as we're talking about the sutra, how the mask is so good, you know, Shiva's mask is so good that nobody can recognize that it's Shiva behind the mask. And I was thinking, yeah, I can't even recognize myself <laughs> behind the mask. And, um, and that's why meditation is so rich and um, these practices we have. Because in those little tiny moments, when we're sitting or meditating or just before we go to sleep or chopping a vegetable, and we kind of for- release the mask then we at least as individuals can become part of that Shiva or full consciousness for just that little moment. I approach different groups of people in
2: a different way, but I'm still me. It's still me. It's just not all me.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Really excited about this sutra. I think you're going to be excited too. Um, Shiva Sutra 3.9 uh, teaches us something very unique, and it actually talks about acting and uh, like the performance of life. And it teaches that a great actor is not someone who can just externalize an emotion, but someone who can perform their life while keeping. Deeply connected to their state of being inside And Shiva is that actor and Our lives are this performance look around you. This is the set You know um, Take a deep breath. That was even a part of it, too even your thoughts are considered to be a part of this performance of Shiva and it's this very performance that is concealing our true nature from us. And it's a masterpiece. And it's a perpetual masterpiece. One without any flaws. So instead of trying to look for our happiness and our understanding in this performance out here, trying to connect to our, our deepest aspects of who we are out here, Instead, we can actually learn to become the director of this performance, to direct alongside Shiva, to direct as Shiva our lives. And that doesn't mean you can make your life anything you want. You know, there's a lot of moving parts to this production. But when you start playing your part really well, it raises the level of the entire performance. And so that's the trajectory of of the sutra today. Uh, we're going to go through it piece by piece pulling uh, about four main quotes out and really discussing them and feeling with them but before we get into all that material um, we have to sort of start making our way right into that feeling space inside so we're going to do a little um, movement practice simple you can do it from your seat like we do every time and then we'll take that inward focus um, into the sutra itself and start to feel the philosophy
4: here we go. Hi everybody. So, we'll just start by closing the eyes and allow us a little more sensitivity in our physical body and in our inner just begin to notice the space that your physical form is picking up. Notice any sense of weight in the body, helping you feel grounded to the earth. And notice the breath filling Allow the breath to be as natural as possible. And then even soften the breath a little bit more. Slow it down by relaxing. ever so gently, just begin to rock on your seat side to side. As you rock, notice the sensation in the pelvis, a little massage through the hips. Continuing to keep the eyes closed Notice the sensation of your body gently traveling through space. And even though you're just rocking on the hips, notice the connection up through the spine, all the way up to the head. Just feeling your body as a perfect whole. You're welcome to gently circle, but if you circle move twice as slow, you have to earn the circle with just a little bit more attention and control. Circle can be very, very small or just very small. And let this embodied experience of really feeling inside and coming into this present experience of your physical form. Let it help you notice any areas that might feel a little tight. Maybe the jaw, the neck, the shoulders, the hips, the back. And just see if you can use the breath from the inside these gentle circles to melt away any of that holding or gripping that we have unconsciously if you're circling you can go the opposite direction and then eventually make your rocking or your circling so tiny that you find your way to a perfect centered seat and instead of shifting from side to side imagine the movement just happening as the spine lengthens and ascends and we'll pause our movement and let the fullness of our natural breath move us from the inside and from this inner connection now we can fully receive the sutra and our class together
0: nartaka atma atma nartaka atma so for visual learners i'm going to pop that up nartaka atma here it is and one translation of this is the dancer in this field of universal dance is his self of universal consciousness the dancer in this field of universal dance is his self of universal consciousness I'll let you feel with that for a moment feel where it lands don't worry about understanding it are there any initial stirrings of inspiration just based on the flash of the sutra is there any sense of just a little bit of opening like there's something here and you can feel it and just notice that kind of feeling let your awareness reside there let it draw down to the heart nartaka atma what a wonderful sutra Right, it has to do with dance. It has to do with performance. It has to do with these these riches uh, of our, of life, you know. As Babaji often says, you know, the arts really are like um, sort of one of the highest offerings we have to give each other. And the sutra addresses that in its own way. So let's take a look at where this discussion begins. First of all, it begins with Lakshman Jew saying, well, we're not necessarily going to call it dancing the whole time. He says that the metaphor of dancing is used in the original Sanskrit by Shemaraja of a thousand years ago. But the Sanskrit word nirtaka also means actor. He says in English, the metaphor of dancing does not carry the same weight and connotation as the metaphor of acting. Therefore, to add clarity to the present discussion, I, Lakshmanju, saying this, have changed the reference of dancing to acting. So those terms are um, interchangeable throughout the Sutra, and in fact, I mean, a lot of what we've heard about this uh, also from Babaji has a lot to do with becoming the director of your life, right? So they're all the same concept. This idea of a performing In fact, let's take a look at how lakshmanju or lakshmanju translates He takes a lot of liberties with his translation and i'm grateful for it um, You know because he helps to really illuminate uh, What honestly was hard to see in the original text and this is one of those instances uh, When he tells us about what is an actor? Because if it's a dancer or an actor or director, what are we talking about? What's the thing? that we're trying to understand. So let's take a look at that quote. Um, who, hasn't, who hasn't read in a while? Matarani, would you mind? I know it's a short quote, but would you mind unmuting and, and reading that for us? Just so everybody knows, you can just press the space bar if you want to unmute to talk. Okay, go ahead.
3: Um, an actor is someone who conceals and reveals. When you conceal the real nature of your being and to the public, reveal another form of your being. That is the behavior of acting. Lord Shiva is the real actor.
0: Was that an aha moment for anyone? It was for me when I read that. I was like, what, that is awesome. How simple and profound to understand acting in those terms that we use to describe reality in Kashmir Shaivism, to describe Shiva, to describe the very reality that we live in. So, an actor is the individual who specifically conceals their, their real nature in order to, or as a means of, revealing a sliver of, a specific aspect of their being. And that simultaneous thing that's happening is how the sutras are defining acting. And that Lord Shiva is the best actor and the only true actor among us uh, at the level we're talking about in the sutra. So, if we have a sense of, okay, so we're talking about, okay, the actor, the dancer, the director, whoever it is, whatever this thing is, what they do is they conceal something in order to reveal something very specific that they want us to see. Okay. So, then we have to ask ourselves, what is this that they're revealing? what do we what do we call that what is that so i get the acting part but what's the performance part well the performance is literally everything you can possibly imagine that you call life okay this universal movie is revealed as everywhere and everything dana would you mind unmuting and reading this quote for us this is from lakshman jews translation
3: this universal
4: movie is revealed as everywhere and everything what is this universal movie it is everything that you experience in your life it may be birth
3: death joy sadness depression happiness enjoyment
4: all of this forms part of the universal movie
0: and this movie is a drama thanks Dana. case you're wondering i added the brackets part that said movie um but you get it by now i'm trying to you know i haven't been to a play in a while so and i haven't been to a dance in a while but boy have we seen a few movies over the last year so i think we all can relate a little bit to the term movie now even more than acting and even more than dancing for better or worse um and so yeah same concept though So it's just, let me know if you want to jump in. Um, it's just uh, an all-encompassing performance, though. So that's what, we're, that's what Lakshmanju is, is sort of telling us. Shemaraja is telling us before that. the Shiva Sutras are telling us is that this performance isn't just like uh, one aspect of your life, like my life at work or the drama of my life at home or the whatever it is. There's always these little slivers, right? The whole thing. Everything. I was eating yesterday and thinking about the sutra, and I was like, this taste is a part of the movie. I was like, how did Shiva get in my mouth? My taste buds? Like, it's just, what? Everything you experience is a part of this performance. So the actor is one who conceals their true nature in order to reveal a specific aspect of reality this specific aspect of reality that's being revealed is everything you know about your entire life every single moment and so that and absolutely feel free anyone if you have a question or a comment it's it's just an open discussion but if you just follow me and enjoying in the ride hang in there and just enjoy the ride so the next step that we sort of come to in the sutra, and then we ask ourselves, "Is uh, why does this movie exist? Why is Shiva making this movie? So Shiva's the director, actor, whatever you want to call it, making this movie, this performance. Why? Well, according to the sutra, um, this is why. So I haven't. Let's see who haven't I heard from in a while. Megan, would you like to read? And uh, just so everybody knows, the top part is my summarization of it, but it's not the quote itself. Go ahead, Megan.
2: It is because of these coverings that this universal God consciousness is not found. Shiva has established the covering of the waking state, covering of the dream state, and the covering of the dreamless state because Shiva has to maintain the drama of the universe. It is for the that she takes good care of this cover. Otherwise, this cover has no meaning.
0: Thanks. Yes. Oh, no, I didn't see a hand. Thanks, Anandama. Did your hand go up? And in... yeah, I always feel free to wave or do that little blue hand that stays on there.
3: I am, said something that struck me and it reminds me of this He's and I wrote it down he said the ego serves as a screen to keep us from identifying with our true nature and this struck me as like that covering I was just wondering if that could be like the, the ego, the covering hmm. keep us from connecting to the state
0: so, yeah it's a great parallel to make just sort of feeling with it I would say that, to my understanding, the ego is very similar in the sense that it is a projection that that enables us to, like, navigate our reality, you know, and so that projection would be something we're, like, viewing, like, externally, um, like, while we're going through our life, and it would be very much like a movie or a performance, you know, to the extent of you're not really seeing reality at that point. You're seeing a abridged version, a condensed version of reality that allows you to navigate it, um, and then yourself too. You know, always. You we're not always looking at ourselves in our totality. We're looking at ourselves in a small sliver. Uh, so yeah, I think that the ego is is definitely a you ahamkara, know, the, right? The ego, the that aspect, and it comes about right. In the tattvas we you know so the manifestation we've got primor uh got like primordial shiva before form at the very top and then shiva and shakti and then the uh the five pure tattvas which is like things like pure will and pure action and pure thought without haven't even really become anything yet and then we have maya which really sort of begins this performance these Maya meaning like contracted versions of the whole And then after those six tattvas of maya which are really just Contracted versions of a really pure thing called you know shiva and shakti like contracted versions of pure thought and contracted versions of pure action Uh, So really not even that contracted yet Then we come down to the the booty and the ahamkara and the manas the aspects of the mind and so that becomes, the mind itself becomes sort of a bridge between these really pure states and literally things like air, fire, water, earth, the power of hearing, the power of seeing, like things that we would associate with, you know, the physical manifestation. Um, and so yes, like in terms of the tattvas, when you're looking at uh, the manifestation itself, according to Kashmir Shaivism, you see that that ego really does live in that space between sort of this manifest set of reality this manifest this set of this performance and and the higher aspects the more energetic aspects of their of the performance and so it does make sense that that does work as a bridge um and that that would be a good spot you know to To sort of bring this level of understanding to when you want to understand more about the ego or when you want to understand more about the The that section this can help give you a sense of like a bigger picture When the performance goes from a more concrete level to a more energetic level and the ego is right there as the bridge and as babaji tells us cuz he's you know he really puts it in simple terms we need an ego to function in our lives but we don't need to take it so seriously so that means like you can use this this ego it's not going away none of us are free of our ego like that would be that defies the very nature of manifestation you got an ego you're living in a world it got a certain everything. There's this certain performance that's happening. And Babaji says, but you don't have to take the performance so seriously. Meaning, don't get drawn out into this performance like this performance is Shiva. It is a very, it's a contracted form. It's a sliver. It's a projection. It's a certain part of Shiva. But, um, it's a, you know, you got to pull your awareness back, not take it so seriously, meaning, have a little detachment from the performance, and then you get the big picture. Kara?
2: I think of this as I approach different groups of people in a different way, but I'm still me, Hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really connecting to right now is that it's still me. It's just not full me.
0: Well, that's a It's wonderful. I think that's super helpful. That's really great. It's you know we we do we are doing this performance every day. Right. We are concealing (laughs) the totality of who we are when someone asks, how's it going? And we're revealing something that we feel reflects how we're doing. But of course, it's not everything, you know, or in Kara's case, you know, physical trainer is, you know, sort of who you mean by seeing different people. Um, You know, you're trying to like work with like reality as it's being presented right here and really trying to meet it. And the thing that would make that special that we'll see later is when when you can interact with this sliver of reality While maintaining a connection inside You're doing the whole thing. That's the that's That's what makes you great at what you do, right? But if you get sucked into this sliver of reality and you just live the problems that you're encountering and you sh- You know you just get sucked right into that and then it's, you feel exhausted at the end of the day but if you don't interact with it, then you're aloof. You're not even really, you know, so it's it's not dualistic, right? It's both. And I think that's a great example of how all of us as yogis are probably doing a pretty good job at that every day. Because I imagine each of you is probably a great employee or a great friend or a great, you know, uh, relationship partner because you do both of these things. You do You're connecting inside and encountering what's in front of you. Thanks, Kara. That was super helpful.
2: I like your comment on not getting sucked into this liver. And Mm. I think of that as trying to incorporate mantra into like, um, like, chores and just say okay how long can I say the mantra today Hmm. anyways
0: yeah that's a perfect example and I think it's uh, what I love about being with fellow Sangha members and having a whole group of practitioners that meet up is that a statement like how long can I do mantra today is so great because we can all relate to how yeah, it's impossible. You you know, you're good, but you do a little better. You, I I just love that that's like something we all get. It's not like this. Oh yeah, I when I do mantra all day, I feel great. It's like we all know how hard that is and we're all invested more in like I want to get better at it today than I was yesterday. So that was really sweet. Yeah, that was one way I was exploring the sutra a lot was with mantra cuz it's like Mantra means that I'm present with what I'm doing, but I've also got some part of me inside at the same time, right? And then as soon as I'm not doing my mantra anymore, that means I got sucked in. Like Kara said to the sliver. Pretty interesting that this covering is literally the thing that conceals Shiva. When Babaji says, the state of perfection you seek is as close as your breath. You know, like on the back of spontaneous recognition. It's like the covering is the only thing between us and Shiva. Yes, it's very, it's multi-layered. It, it's very, you know, it's it's a big experience, but my goodness, it's really It's like there's Shiva, then there's a covering. Covering was the original source text word, covering. It's almost like there's just Shiva and there's like a cloak, literally like a coat, and just boom, true nature. You're one coat away. (laughs) You're one layer away. It might be an all-encompassing covering, but it's just a covering. And that that covering that we're all encountering every day, that is literally the thing. That's covering Shiva So your reality As you experience it Is The thing That's covering Shiva You know and Swami Rujananda Tells us you know you have to Use the tensions of your life to grow You have to burn them up You have to digest them It's like the teaching is The thing that you're experiencing Is the thing Keeping you from Shiva It's not really like peeling back It's not like unwrapping a gift, as we all know. It's not like this little, you know, it's a much more internal, all-encompassing state of surrender that takes practice over time. But it's the thing you're actually encountering. The movie you're living is the only thing between you and Shiva. Once you start working with that, well, that's the path. But boy, is it a great covering. It says Shiva takes great care of that covering, and it's the care, it's the sheer nuance of this covering that makes it so, that makes our practice so meaningful and powerful. And I didn't, I have this quote involved, but I don't want to spend too much time on it. But uh, another part of the Shiva Sutras talks about how Shiva is um, the best uh, concealer and how no one if you went to a masquerade party and you had a mask on if you talked to that person for a while you'd be like oh it's megan you know that kind of thing you, like after a while you just get it like um but they said if you were at a masquerade party with shiva you could talk to shiva all night and you would never know it's shiva the the, the mask is so perfect um and that's referring to this concept here about Shiva took such great care with creating this costume, this covering, that it's it's impossible to discover Shiva in the covering. Which I don't think we have words for because... Almost every movie if you look really close you'll see like a camera and the reflection of a window Or you'll see a little microphone coming in from the top like Napoleon Dynamite uh, There's always these like little blooper kind of things, but not in this one You're Never gonna find Shiva in this covering According to the sutras, so maybe we should chill on that Yeah, great. Bye. go. Well, f- oh, let me just pan over. Sorry.
4: Um, I just wanted to share, you know, as I reflect on this sutra, I've been kind of like wondering like, oh, what activities like help me feel this Shiva nature? And of course we have our practice, but the first thing that came to mind um, beyond meditation was like creative endeavors. For example, I'm working on a... Um, a Tara Tonga painting right now with like the Tigze and everything and when I'm like the actor I'm like oh man like this math is hard and this is so much work and then when I soften and surrender and and connect to something higher like I can feel that it's not like a Abaya doing it you know because Tara's way too beautiful for, <laughs> for me to have <laughs> painted her and it makes me think that it's no coincidence that the words that the sutra uses are like dancer and actor, um, even though it's talking about our life as a whole, but it does make me think that like our creative pursuits and our creative endeavors are these moments when like we can really feel like our, our true nature, just this like spontaneous cosmic energy flowing through us. So that's what's kind of, resonating with me or even our yoga practice or those times when we're really in the in the flow and feeling inside as we act <laughs> mm. I'm sort of curious if that sharing like evokes anything and anybody else like if there's an activity where you feel like you become aware of Shiva being the actor. Cause what's happening is like way better than you could do on your own. Not that you're not awesome, but Bob.
1: Well, it's been about a year since I've actually performed music oh. on stage or uh, for anybody really, but um, certainly any musician that has been working to get better and better at their craft knows that you actually get better by getting out of the way getting out of the way getting out of the way, of the way so that it's not you a uh, little guitar player or little cellist or whatever uh, that is trying to let the music flow it's something that comes through and when that is happening uh, there there is a joy that you feel that has It's very difficult to explain to people uh, but it's a joy that uh, is very much deep within you and your art allows that joy to unfold. So most musicians don't make much money and uh, (laughs) we're not in it for the money, we're in it for the joy. So, uh, which is ample reward, anyway, that's all.
4: Thanks for sharing, Bob something kind of funny came to mind as you were sharing that I'm like oh that's why everyone followed the Grateful Dead right you like feel the synergy of um, this group getting out of the way and becoming something bigger than just individuals Um, I saw some smiles so maybe (laughs) you related to that one Yeah, Dharma.
2: Yeah, I've been been sort of thinking, when you said cosmic, I've been thinking that, um, you know, we, we can look up at the night sky and there's, like, galaxies. And there's also a way of looking up at the sky and seeing constellations. And they're just stories or myths, right? I mean, there's not really like a horse up there. It's just the way someone saw it and the way someone ascribed a meaning to something. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything other than what it is to that person who holds it as this arrangement to you know, to, to tell that story, and I and I think of the the mind that holds on to experiences and pushes other ones away in order to create that story of itself. And and Bob, I appreciate what you're saying about music and art too, because for myself as as a musician, when I'm sort of feeding a narrative about myself it doesn't feel good when i'm performing and when i'm in that space where it doesn't mean anything i'm just in the present space and it's flowing i mean that's where the joy is for me so sometimes it's not only sort of about recognizing the stories that i've created but it's being able to set them aside for a moment so that a new experience is possible to sort of allow for like the shift
4: Thanks for sharing Dharma. It's really powerful when you say the shift. It feels like the shift from like being stuck in, as you said, like feeding a narrative and like stepping into that space of creation, you know, where so much more is is possible when we don't get pulled into like what's already been said and already been acted on, but rather like I guess, feeling more of our our true nature, our Shiva nature, rather than the the myth.
0: (laughs) And also something that stuck out to me that both of you highlighted was the... um, the the experience that you're going for like this spaciousness that you're creating and that's you know that spaciousness that's required to allow it to flow through because I a lot of times i think i get wrapped up in the idea that this is like there's a certain place inside i'm supposed to have my awareness and it actually is very i'm sure it's probably the heart but what is babaji been saying the last like three weeks in satsang the heart is huge so much bigger than this reality just and in fact next week's um, Philosophy presentation is literally about spaciousness and at, and there's quotes about like the atomic level of spaciousness where? The sheet where Shiva lives actually according to the sages um, and So it's like this spaciousness is what we're trying to tap into while we're interacting with the Contracted nature of this reality that appears to be quite large but is in fact small Compared to what we're trying to connect with and dharma when you said that spaciousness while you're playing music It really uh, reminded me of that What we're reaching for Which sort of brings us to this I might call our last slide Um, And it is just commenting on that that last little part this this putting into words what what we're trying to accomplish. There's a little bit of a revisiting of a previous quote, just to give it some context. Radharani, would you like to unmute and read this for us?
3: When you conceal the real nature of your being and to the public reveal another from your being, that is the behavior of acting. Lord Shiva is the real actor. His real action is his being in his own universal universal God consciousness in each and every moment of revealing his
0: differentiated forms. So that's the de- definition of Shiva's acting. Shiva's acting, Shiva's action, same root word, is... Being in his own or their own, however we want to, you know, it's obviously not a he or a she, in their own universal God consciousness, in each and every moment of revealing differentiated forms. And then Lakshmanju comments a little bit later in this paragraph. It's like, you think Shiva's, to do this, Shiva has to like leave, Create and then return back in, and but he says, Lamanju says it's like by the time you see reality, she was already back inside you, like so it's just it's always like by the time you see what's going on, it's already been created, and she was withdrawn from it and is back inside, so it's like a simultaneity in terms of uh, yogic physics, they describe sponda as being. The pulsation of life From which life is created and that it is pulsing outwards and inwards at the same moment I'm Trying to describe the same concept where there's not this inside and outside that are separate, but rather It's like goes beyond space and time Shiva can create this reality and by the time you see it be back inside So for us viewing um, it would be you know, there'd be no lapse of time no lapse of space It would appear as though Shiva was in two places at once. One in a very contracted way and one in a very expansive way. And that is Shiva's action. Yogita.
3: So, when you don't like the movie and you're having trouble turning it off. (laughs) Nice. Um, You just keep trying to chant and you said, Mm -hmm. Shiva is even in the pain. I haven't felt well lately and I don't know, I just... It's, it's so easy to get caught up in things and not remember that you are something besides this problem you're having or something.
0: Yeah, it's <clears throat> there's no easy answer to that, right? It's like if there was, Baba would have told it to you already. <laughs> right? Because I know you've asked Babaji... Similar, you know, questions about similar to that in Satsang, and you know, I feel like he always responds to you with just like mantra and like don't don't give up and like just keep going at it and be persistent. And then it seems like within the last few years, as you started working with Tara, it's like you really found a way in. I'm sure it was just you were ripe from all the years of practice, and that was just like you know something that just like happened. But you really found a way in and and so now you have this like Way of connecting with Shiva which is just another word for a true nature it might as well be Tara You know, and so when you connect with Tara, you've got this path Like Dharma was talking about that path into that spaciousness that is separate from mm-hmm. Whatever contracted states happening like you said last week it could even be when you're enjoying some food. with Tara like this food? Like s- maintaining that spaciousness. When you're enjoying a movie, would Tara like this movie? Just this constant, right, mm. maintenance of spaciousness.
3: I guess I just need to be reminded.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I do. She does help me a lot. And a lot of times when I don't feel well, I, I feel her holding me until I get through it, you know. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's it's like our whole being it's like because experiences really go through our whole being You know we have to literally go Beyond that to find this state You know we can't just go beyond we can't just close our eyes because our ears are, are open Our our nose is open our thoughts are spinning. We can't just you know, there's no We have to get beyond bigger than this whole experience to find the creator of the experience to get that space so they're just you know how do you tell someone where to go for that you know it's that is something uh, we all have to practice yeah Thanks, Yogita. Are there any last comments or questions before we meditate together? Hmm. So it's... Oh, please, yeah, Pujari, go for it. I
3: was just um, thinking about your as we're talking about the sutra, how the mask is so good. You know, Shiva's mask is so good that nobody can recognize that it's Shiva behind the mask. And I was thinking, yeah, I can't even recognize myself wow. <laughs> behind the mask. And, um, and that's why meditation is so rich. And um, these practices we have, because in those little tiny moments, when we're sitting or meditating or just before we go to sleep or chopping a vegetable and we kind of release the mask, then we at least as individuals can become part of that Shiva or full consciousness for just that little moment. Mm. So that's why we have these practices, right? So that the mask, even if nobody else can see through it, at least we can get glimpses when we we can barely you know get a glimpse but we do you know what i mean
0: yeah absolutely and it's great that you call our attention to the fact that if we were using our practice in a variety of situations you're bound to um you're bound to to find that space um like chopping the vegetable you know it's like if you only encounter it when you're Overwhelmed by this movie. It's like oh my gosh good luck Right, but if we're like really going after it in a variety of situations and regularly You're bound to find a way in whether you know, even if it takes decades it'd still be worth every Moment of practice that it got that took you to get there and you're so it's also really insightful just the idea that this isn't about Someone else doing this to us This is we're doing this to us, you know, it's like we're reinforcing the mask We're creating the drama. We're focusing on it. We're investing in it. We're producing it the drama You know and I think that's really tough We we this philosophy has to like separate things out to help us like play with it and get it But it's like she was not some other person directing this movie it's like we're Shiva and with our practice we can just simply become more conscious of the movie we're directing we can direct a movie that has more of an that's coming more from a state of being and less from you know trying to get everybody in their right place and the set all perfect like we can direct a better movie so so thanks for sort of um, collapsing that dualistic kind of notion that you know we sort of supported just to have this conversation but it's a perfect time to collapse it because it's right at the end and i'll let this uh quote from babaji guide us directly into meditation <coughs> so you're welcome to find your seat <coughs> i know you already have your seat you guys have been sitting the whole time but You know that little something that lets you sit for five more minutes really good This is from Shambhavananda We have to learn how to translate our practice into the things that are part of our individual lives We each have our own movie going We don't realize that we're the writer and the director of that movie We think it's just something strange happening to us for some unknown reason, but in reality, we play a big part in it. You don't have to worry about what to do externally. As much as you need to practice finding that special place inside yourself in the midst of the chaos in this world, people who have those qualities don't need anything special to find happiness. They have found it in themselves. Let's take these last moments together to follow our breath towards the heart, to relax and let our awareness sink. Let your shoulders and your forehead soften. Let your jaw soften. Relax this movie. And try to allow yourself to feel the source, the thing that is behind all of these layers, all these masks. Just feel it, don't know it, don't see it, don't anything physical, but feel it beyond the senses. No matter what the mind throws your way, there's a very clear space within you that you can feel amidst all of that motion of the mind. But you can't feel it with your mind. You can't even feel it directly with your breath but you can feel it as your being can just keep coming back to this this invisible spacious feeling no matter what goes on in your mind and if you're able to hold this space of awareness this is all it takes to change the trajectory of your movie you don't have to say a word you don't have to rearrange the furniture you just have to keep uh, part of you in this space while you continue to play the part of your life and this space will guide you to your highest potential namaste everyone thank you just a heads up a week from today we've got a philosophy presentation with Abaya and it's on spaciousness the stuff we were just talking about there you are (laughs) Abaya and in two weeks we're going to be meeting back here but guess what two weeks from now it's Shiva Ratri. And so we're actually going to do a special program where we're going to do a lot more mantra. We're going to do a lot of chanting, try to take uh, advantage of all that sort of multiplying of our mantra merit. Um, so yeah. And then uh, check the Sangha Friends page for uh, a description of a last-minute but very fruitful Saturday meditation program that's coming up this Saturday uh, for two hours. Um, to celebrate a tibetan holiday where our mantras will be multiplied by drumroll, please Ten million Wow So if you want to have a 10 million match to donation to your spiritual enlightenment this Saturday uh, tune in to the sangha program
4: If you're not oh. on the Sa- sangha but. facebook just email me yep. and I can give you the info.
0: Alright everyone, thanks for hanging with us. See you next time. <laughs>